Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson. Episode four in our series on majors and minors and knowing the difference. We're going to talk about meal timing, which is, is a little bit ironic because I do think this is something to consider. I think, I think meal timing and experimentation, having the right spread of time between different types of meals based on your activity level, I think all that's important. What I don't think is important, Adam, is when people freak out because they think it, they have to have some kind of a perfect rigid schedule. And at the end of any day, just your total calorie intake versus expenditure is always that first rung of the ladder. And, and again, I just, I just see maybe some people who are a little bit too obsessive or, or put a little too, too much stock into what they think they can get out of some of these variables. And meal timing is, is one thing that people over-focus on occasionally. Absolutely. I, I actually had dinner with one of my clients this weekend. He's a barber and meal timing came up when he's working with people. He was really freaking out because he was missing a three hour window of a meal. And this was part of his problem with adherence. Actually, he said, I felt like if I didn't get that meal in, I was wasting all my progress. So actually, we talked about his plan, and I said, you could actually double up the carbs in your next meal. I said, it might not be important to get 60 grams of protein in in one setting, though. And I honestly don't think you'll digest it well. So why don't we pull down your protein so it's more manageable for you? Um, He's a little bit under body weight on protein now, which isn't a big deal. So we moved those around. I actually had another conversation with a female client of mine who's a stylist. She was running into the same thing. So a lot of people really believe this timing's the end-all be-all, but it's really about getting the calories in. I do think where where this matters the most is digestion and GI clearance. If you're having poor digestion, you're probably, you know, having an issue with food timing in terms of if you're, you know, getting a lot of diarrhea or maybe getting backed up. And you really want to be in a relaxed state when you eat. So if you're rushing through meals, so you're putting those meals at a time where you like, you know, can't relax a little bit or you're multitasking, that can cause some issues with digestion. Yeah, we have plenty of episodes and series where we've talked about the importance of these things, how much protein per day, how to space out meals. But I think one of the important things lost if people take that too dogmatically is that it's also critical to experiment, you know, based on what, how your goals are changing. Are you in season, off season? Are you changing food sources? Uh, have you tried a little bit more carbohydrate at this meal or a little bit less fat here or there and seeing if you can get a better workout? I've, I've, I've rediscovered the importance of having enough carbohydrate pre-training. You know, I've kind of gotten in my routine with meals and, and all of a sudden one day I just, for some reason, kind of loaded up a little bit more. And I was like, wow, I've, I've, you know, I feel 20 years, you know, stronger. And all I did was have an extra 50 grams of carbs pre-workout that allowed me to have a little bit less post-workout. So my calories didn't change, but if I, if I was kind of rigidly assuming there was some kind of a perfect structure to meal planning, I wouldn't be open to those kind of experimentations. And, and I, I really talk to clients about that a lot when they're looking for that magic, that, you know, meal plan, I'll say, here's a sample, but man, we've got a lot of work to do to just kind of uncover where you feel your best. 
Absolutely. Well, I worked with uh, Katie Ann Rutherford. Uh, I've never seen anyone eat as big of post-workout meals or pre-workout meals as she could, but she could eat a ton of food in general. Uh, you know, she's a, a champion national uh, natural power lifter. I got to have her for a short time. And that was really cool to see because everyone wanted to try to eat pre-workout meals like her. And their training would suck because they just couldn't digest that much food. Like they also didn't even have the calories that she had for a day. So, you know, some of my girls, it would be 50% of their calories they were putting pre-workout. It just doesn't work that way. So, you know, there really isn't one answer to timing. You really do have to experiment. And like you said, it really comes down to how you feel when you train and how you digest. I, I even think besides looking for that perfect meal plan, it's just giving yourself the allowance with normal routine schedule disruptions. So, so what if your day wasn't as perfect as you want it to be? It, it still wasn't a broken day. You know, it, it was probably still perfectly fine. And, and you just don't have to have that added stress. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, we got one more for you. We're going to talk about supplementation to wrap up this topic, which I think is going to be great. We, we may actually go a little long on that one because there's a lot to say, but we will see you guys next time in Contest Prep University.